Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. guys welcome back to the bacon games podcast uh i'm joined by no one it's just me this time guys all you have to do is fucking hang out with me and we get to do some fun stuff and review games and actually maybe make it go under an hour because i won't be you know bouncing off someone else which might be a good thing or a bad thing we're gonna see we're gonna have to check it out depending on how well i do tonight <laughs> honestly um but i i don't normally do um you know like breaking news or anything really but there were two things that I wanted to talk about that happened this week that were, I think, pretty big breaking news, um, besides, like, injury stuff. Uh, the first thing is that the Washington football team is making a quarterback change. Kyle Allen's going to get the start uh, versus the Rams, and Dwayne Haskins, I think, is going to number three in the depth chart. Although the depth chart thing doesn't matter. Um, my first reaction to this, honestly, was, um, why aren't they putting in Alex Smith? I thought he was clear to play. Um, but, you know, the more I think about it, you know, Kyle Allen did play for Riverboat Run last year in Carolina. You know, he's another young quarterback. Um, they probably think Kyle Allen just gives them the best chance to win going forward because they do have a win against the Eagles, who are top in the division, I'm pretty sure, right now. Yeah, because they have the, the, um, they have the tie from Cincinnati. So, eh, I guess it kind of makes sense you want to win now, and, you know, we, we might shelve Dwayne Haskins' development for later in the year when, you know, eventually, um, eventually they're out of it because they're not a very good team really right now. Uh, mostly because of the quarterback play, though, because if they can get a quarterback play, maybe they can be, like, a decent team. Um... Yeah, maybe they'll actually be a decent team. But Dwayne Haskins getting benched, I guess that kind of makes sense. He wasn't playing great. Although, to be fair, I think he had his best game of the year last year, honestly. Or last week, honestly. So, kind of interesting timing. Um, feels like they kind of worked some stuff out, Dwayne did, uh, and and uh, Coach Rom. But, yeah, I mean, they're going with Kyle Allen. And I didn't hate Kyle Allen for the first half of last year. I remember doing a lot of film in Carolina last year. Oh, um, but I really didn't hate him that much. Uh, I think he's got a better wide receiver than he had at any point last year. I'm not a huge DJ Moore fan, so I think Terry McLaurin's kind of a better wide receiver overall, so Kyle Allen will at least get that, um, which I think is good. Um, I'm interested to see what Kyle Allen has. I had a lot of Dwayne Haskins, and I added a lot of Kyle Allen now, so, um, in two quarterback leagues, so we'll see how that goes. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was my favorite thing that happened over this week, which is that Bill O'Brien... Actually, ugh, is it my favorite thing? Because he was pretty shit for the Texans. Whatever. Bill O'Brien got fired. We all know this. Um, I, you know, I normally do do, like, quick takes on Twitter. Quick quick takes on Twitter. But, um, you know, I try not to be reactionary too often, or at all, or ever, really. Um, so, you know, having uh, this come out and everyone being, like, over overexcited or whatever, it's interesting. Um, I think Bill O'Brien is a good coach, but no one can do what Bill Belichick does, or Chip Kelly couldn't do. No one can do, you really have to be a special individual to coach a team and to be the GM of a team. It's, it's too much fucking work, dude. He wanted to also handle, like, play calling duties right before this. It's fucking bullshit. Too much shit. Bill O'Brien will get a job somewhere else. I don't know if he'll go back to college or do anything like that, um, but he should get a job as just a coach. He should also call plays, too. I think he's a pretty good play caller. I think he's a pretty good coach, but as a GM, He's pretty fucking terrible. Um, so, I mean, this article that I have pulled up from CBSSports.com goes through his biggest blunders. Um, the DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins trade, obviously a huge deal. You just added... The, the only way this deal would have made kind of a little bit of sense is that if, um, if fucking David Johnson could have been cut uh, next year or whatever or wasn't being paid a shit ton of money, um, he had yeah, $10.2 million in 2020 base salary. 
um, to be, you know, added onto the salary cap stuff. It was just a ridiculous deal with what David Johnson was being paid. And you gave up a huge player for not that much in return, honestly. <laughs> really, not that much in return. A second round pick, bro? Get out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Um, couldn't even get a first round. It's pretty sad. Uh, especially when Diggs, you know, like the article points out, especially when Diggs went for a first and a few other picks. Um, the first is really what matters in that, that, uh, Diggs deal, though, to be honest. Um, anyway, so, uh, that was one of the deals they covered, uh, Tunsil with his contract leverage and everything to talk about. I think the trade for Tunsil was actually, it was, it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. Um, I will, I will hundred percent say that, but, um, and they still, have to, oh my God, they still get picks this year too, right? It was two first round picks at least. It was a lot, definitely. But Tunsil is the best part of that offensive line. They need help on the offensive line. Would have been cool if you didn't trade away Dwayne, uh, didn't trade away Dwayne Brown a few years earlier. Would have been nice to get both of them there, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I hate any time a coach or a GM or anyone, or obviously a GM, not a coach. I hate any time these guys fucking trade away, uh, linemen who are good, especially in their prime. It's fucking insanity to me. I kind of get where Miami is coming from, uh, Though, with trading, because they did get a pretty huge haul. It's probably about fair. Um, and they didn't have to pay Tunsil, because they're rebuilding, which is fine. They did draft Austin Jackson, I'm pretty sure, last year with a second-round pick, who's fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's cringe to do that. But he did get a pretty big deal from Bill O'Brien, which which is good for Tunsil. It was a lot of money, but he's definitely worth it. I mean, I think he's worth it. It's good to... I'm okay with paying, overpaying even a little bit for offensive linemen. Uh, trading away Clowney was weird. They did get a third-round pick, which is fine. Um, and Mingo, who was released, that was pretty funny. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it was okay. Uh, I, I guess he was gonna sit. Um, I, I don't really know. But now he's on the division rival, so pretty bad. I mean, Bill O'Brien just wasn't a very good GM. Trading for Cooks, too, I think they mentioned in this article, too. Um, that was kind of weird. Um, and he hasn't really been used at all this, this year, so pretty, pretty weird. Um, I think... With Romeo Cornell, we could definitely see a change in this offense, change in this team. They did also, to be fair to Bill O'Brien, again, even more, being a little more, um, what's the word, uh, honest, I guess, or being a little more charitable to Bill O'Brien, they did have a really tough schedule going, <laughs> like, playing this year. They played, what, the Chiefs the first game of the season, then they played Baltimore, then they played, I'm blanking on the name right now, but I mean, I know they played Minnesota last week, which is, isn't a bad team. Houston schedule, uh, Texans schedule. Yeah, uh, I mean, they play, I know they play the Jaguars this week, should be good for them, they should get the first one here. They play the Chiefs, Tech, uh, Ravens, Steelers, and the Vikings, these are all very good teams, let's be honest. Um, and the Steelers game was pretty close, too, I think they probably could have won that game. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been a tough go for them, at least, you know, they definitely get softer matches, they play the Jaguars, Titans... Well, Titans and Packers are pretty tough. I they play the Jaguars again. They should probably be the Jaguars twice. Probably. Although the Jaguars are not a bad team either. At least offensively. Um, then they get the Browns, Patriots. Man, this team is going to get destroyed. They, they still have to play the Colts twice. They play the Bears. They, still, they haven't played the Titans at all yet. Man, this is just such a... I, I didn't realize how difficult the schedule was coming into the year, honestly. I, I probably should have looked at it a little bit more. Because this is a ridiculous schedule. But I, again, this is all going back to... I don't really blame B.O.B. For, for, you know, being 0-4 at this point. To be honest, but... Um, I do blame him for not having the first round picks and and having a pretty shit team to work with. Otherwise, I, I definitely do blame him for that. I think I think anyone can blame him for that, and it's fine. So, yeah. Um, but okay, uh, that's enough with the new stuff. You know what you're here for. I know what you're here for, or what you should be here for. It's that we're gonna preview all the games because I preview all the games. If you wanna know my reactions to each of the games, you can follow me on Twitter at Bacon Games Fantasy Sports, uh, which is B at BFG Sports on Twitter. I'm pretty sure that's it. What is it again? I had to change my thing too because it was. It was my old Twitter handle. It's at BGF Sports. So you can just follow me at BGF Sports, and I tweet out all my reactions because I watch every game, every season. I watch the condensed version, and I try and watch uh, as much film as I can in the weekends. 
uh, doing like the overhead stuff where the coaches film, right? I, tr I try to get a little bit of a better look during that too, but I don't usually tweet out that stuff because it's just, you know, my off time while I'm chilling. Um, and usually not streaming. I probably should stream a little bit on the weekends, but we'll get to that in a bit. That's fine. Um, okay, so let's talk about the first game, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Chicago Bears. Um, if the Bears had, uh, bench, or had benching Foles coming to this, or were just starting Mitch, I might have leaned a little bit then. Uh, mostly because of the injuries in the Buccaneers. I'm pretty sure we're going to see Evans playing today. I'm pretty sure we're going to see Scotty Miller. Um, but it is going to be... A good game for sure. I have kickball at eight o'clock, which kind of sucks. I really want to get back and watch this game. So it's gonna be a really fun game, really really cool game to watch. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited, honestly. Uh, so we're gonna. I think the way I have to pull up my uh, pull up where I'm going, uh, for this stuff. But I'm I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Buccaneers here because I think their defense is very good. But um, the points last time I checked was uh. Plus three and a half towards Chicago for the points. So I think we're going to take Chicago with the points for the spread. Because um, this game could be really close. And I can see it going either way. I fucking hate Nick Foles. Um, he isn't a good quarterback. I like Mitch. But, I mean, it, it's going to be hard to bet against Brady in the go. And this very good defense for Tampa Bay, too. I mean, if we're talking defense, Chicago and Tampa Bay are probably maybe even both in the top five. I think Chicago is definitely top five defense. Um, maybe. Uh, de definitely Tampa is top ten defense for sure. Um, so this is going to be a very good defensive matchup on a Thursday game with some pretty big injuries on Tampa Bay. It's going to, because Goblin's not playing, right? So it's going to be a pretty tough, uh, tough game for sure. If you have a better option for Brady out there in the wire, like maybe Teddy Bridgewater or Gardner Minshew or Justin Herbert, um, I would rather start those guys over Brady. I'm pretty sure my, uh, my ranks reflect that. I just want to check to make sure. Yeah, I've got Tom Brady as my 19th ranked quarterback. Yeah, and I've got Herbert my 15th. I've got Teddy as my 11, and Gardner as my 10. That's pretty okay. I don't hate that. It's okay. I got Goff higher than these guys, too, which is interesting, because I dropped Goff for Teddy in one of my leagues. Um, I still think I... Hmm, it's interesting. I might have to change that up. I might have to I might have to move Goff back a little bit. I think I think I will move Goff back a little bit. It's The, re the only reason Goff isn't higher, because I know this uh, Washington secondary isn't very good, but Goff thrives when he has no pressure under him, and Washington's defensive line, when they get chased back, which I think is going to be this week, is going to really get at him and eat him, so might have to change it up, but I didn't know that coming into making these ranks. I always change ranks on Saturdays and Sundays anyway, so um, I'm probably going to end up moving him back, I think. That's probably something that I'll do. Um, but yeah, this is a game where if, if Evans plays tonight, I think you got to start him. He is my wide receiver, what is he like, wide receiver 15 or 16 or something? He's saying wide receiver 17. Uh, look, no matter if he's getting Jalen Johnson or if he's getting Fuller, I think it's going to be a tough matchup in ROR, especially if he's hurt. Scotty Miller's the one guy I probably like the best to start because probably pick him off waiver wires. He's probably been dropped a few times. Um, and he can break out, you know. Uh, it's hard for a defense, especially like Chicago, to, you know, cover the deep man. Um, I don't really think... They've got good safeties and they've got good cornerbacks, but, you know, speed kind of kills, and I'm not really sure... And if they're going to be able to keep up with him, because he, he gets it every game. He gets at least two or three deep balls a game from Brady, and Brady can sling it, so. Um, I like that as just, like, an upside play. I like Scotty Miller. Um, I don't know what to make of the running backs, uh, Singletary, right? Is it, no, it's 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 Montgomery, right? God, I get him and Singletary and Montgomery confused all the time. For the Bears, um, I don't know how I feel about Montgomery. I think he's, like, my running back 28 or some shit like that. I think you can find, I think you should have better options on your team, unless you're in, like, a deeper league, and then if you're in deeper league, you always start him anyway. So, I just, I probably wouldn't be starting him this week. Uh, it's pretty tough for me, considering. I love Rojo this week, though. It doesn't seem like Chicago has a great run defense, but they should. They have a keen Hicks, so. But, um, Lenny is doubtful. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna play tonight. So, um, definitely start Rojo. Very interested in starting Rojo. Um, 
I, I, if you're in a deep league, or in, and I guess in a shallow league, just keep an eye on Brait, because I could definitely see him having more opportunities than Gronk, but Gronk is now not a bad, uh, not a bad weapon at all, with OJ Howard being out for the season, which is so disappointing, because he was obviously the better receiving, receiving guy for this team, and it's really frustrating that he's out for the year, um, I think again, honestly, it really, really bums me out, especially in best ball, because I had him in a lot of best ball places, because he's, he was really cheap, he was easy to get, um, but anyway, uh, I've got the Buccaneers, but then I've got the Bears, uh, with the points, so I think that's pretty good. Um, oh, I hate Foles. Don't start Foles. Don't ever start Foles. Why would you ever consider doing that? You're dumb if you start Foles. Even in a two-quarterback league, I, I, I honestly, honestly, and I never really do this, I would consider starting, if you have, like, a really good running, if you have, like, a James Robinson, and the rest of your running backs are so tight, and you're, you have, like, a super flex, I would consider starting James Robinson easy over him. It's not even close. Um, and I would never really say that. Um, because I think quarterbacks just have a lower base, but, you know, if you have a guy you picked off the waivers, like Mike Davis, or, or who, who I just said, or Justin Jackson, even maybe, or Kelly, you know, and, and you have a super flex league, and you start him over a quarterback in a two quarterback league, pretty much, um, yeah, I would consider doing that, because I think Foles is going to be terrible, because I think he is terrible. He does, he did take a lot of deep balls last week, which is pretty good, and he might get a few of those tonight, but, um, I, I just don't like Foles, I think he's trash. Um, I know he's trash, rather. Okay, moving on to the next game. We've got the... L.A. Rams versus the Washington football team. Um, I think this is a pretty easy uh, L.A. Rams victory. I've got that as one of my locks for this week, so um, should lock that in. Uh, the point spread last time I checked was 7.5, so I am going to go with that. And I'm going to take the Rams, minus 7.5. Um, you know, definitely a good idea to keep keep a uh, keep a watch on the injury report, see if anything weird comes up. Like, I think Terry's on the injury report still, right? Um, so it's, it's just something to keep an eye on, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Rams here. It's, it's, it's a pretty easy no-brainer. Um, I wouldn't start Kyle Allen, but, I mean, I don't hate in a two-quarterback leagues, uh, you know, picking him up. Um, I've, I've done it a few times, too, because I had Haskins before. Um, so I've, I've done that. Um, I think it's not a bad idea. I think you start Terry, you definitely start Gibson, because I think he's just very talented, you know, in the realm of Gaskin, like I said before. Um, Gaskin and Gibson are, like, very similar dudes. Um, he's gonna break off for one of these big runs eventually, and I don't know if the Rams' run defense is that good. Um, and they're also playing a lot of soft zone with fucking Jalen Ramsey, and it blows my goddamn mind, so I'm not sure how good this defense is, really. It has good defensive players. It's definitely for sure. Like, if we check PFF, I'm sure they're, they've ranked a lot of these guys very, very highly, because I, I would assume they do, because they're all good. Um, I do like their quarterbacks outside. I like, I think it's 31, isn't it Troy? I think it's Troy Hill, right? Like, 98% sure. Yeah, it's Troy Hill. I like Troy Hill. He's number 22. I like 31, too, on this defense. Honestly, I have to refer to these guys by the things I can't fucking see. Oh, Williams? Yeah, yeah, Darius Williams actually seems pretty good, too. Um, I, I, I like these cornerbacks. Donald's obviously insane. Um, you know, I, I do like Floyd. I do like uh, Brockers. Uh, but the offensive line, again, is, is so good. This offense is so good. Uh, Washington can't stop it. If... If the Rams score more than 17 points, I'm pretty sure they're going to win, because I'm pretty sure Washington has not scored more than 17 points this entire year. Like, if I look up Washington football team uh, games, I'm pretty sure they've never gone above 17. Let's see. Oh, they won. No, they have 27, 15, 20, and 17. Okay, so there's a decent spread there. <laughs> but um, they haven't scored more than 20 points in a game, and they did get to play the Browns defense when they were pretty banged up. So kind of feels... Like, they're not going to be able to score more than that. And the Rams, easy three touchdowns this week. Easy. Um, I'd start Goff, start Cup, start uh, Woods. You know, I like keeping an eye on Van Jefferson, but you don't have to start him, obviously. You don't even need to roster him. Uh, for the running backs, dude, 
<laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Um, if you have better options or more secure options, I would uh, start them. Or if you need, or I would sit them. If you need like a big dude to like go out there and kill it because you got creamed on Thursday night and you need, you know, that big dick energy shit. Um, I don't hate starting Henderson, honestly. Uh, actually, do I like Brown better? I think I like Brown better in my ranks, but they're pretty much like back to back pretty close to each other in my ranks. I think I actually like Brown better. Um, but who, who, who knows, dude? I, because I, I have no idea who to start. Um, but I think that goes where most of the start. Oh, you can start Higby. I think he's like the 12. I looked up like uh, where the ranks go for, um, like everyone this, this week, uh, this year in NFL.com, uh, like where, where they are, like the leaders or whatever in half point PPR. And I'm pretty sure Higby's still like 10. I know he had that one game of three touchdowns, but I mean, you drafted him high. I would start him. You probably don't have other good tight ends that I would want you to start. Maybe if you picked up Schultz or something. He's a guy I picked up when like Kittle went down and I really like that. I would consider Schultz over him. Definitely. Um, but you, you probably just start Higby, um, and you probably just go with it. Um, I don't know how much I like, uh, Logan Thomas. I think he's gotten a lot of receptions. Um, I have to check on that, but, um, I, I, I don't know how comfortable I feel with Logan Thomas. I think he's like my tight end 15. Yeah. I have Higby in front of him. He's, he's definitely close. I have Bray right behind him. Hooper in front of him, Jimmy Graham. Uh, who I didn't mention, actually, and I should. He's getting, like, eight targets a game, and I'm pretty sure Foles loves tight ends, so I, I would start Jimmy Graham uh, if we backtrack a little bit. But, yeah, um, yeah, I don't really want to start Logan Thomas. Uh, I don't... Jalen should really get Terry the whole game, but that won't happen. He'll probably get some time on the tight end, too, because he's good at guarding tight ends. Um, he's very physical, so I, I don't like him for that reason. I don't think the offense is going to be very good. New Kyle Allen, mm, we'll see how that goes. Um, so taking the Rams here easy. This is one of my locks, so lock it in easy. I'm seven and two on locks, so not great this year so far, but should be able to lock that in and do pretty well. Um, then we've got Buffalo and Tennessee. If this game actually happens, which I'm really not convinced it's gonna happen, um, I don't even really know if we need to talk about this honestly. Um, I think the one thing I'm gonna say about this game right now, because it, it's probably irresponsible to even talk about it at this point. Uh, the one responsible thing I would say about this is make sure you have a backup plan in case Tennessee and Buffalo doesn't happen, because I'm pretty sure it's not gonna happen unless it's maybe Monday night. But I mean, they had a test today. I'm pretty sure go come back positive. So I don't really know about the Tuesday option. I don't think that's like a real thing or like a real good thing that's gonna happen. So um, I would just have backups for all these guys, and they're really good guys on these teams. I would just have backups for this game. I I I wouldn't. I wouldn't start <laughs> any of these guys and expect them to be there. But a good thing it's a Sunday 1 o'clock game, so you can always make that adjustment um, with guys on your bench. And there is only two teams on the bye week this year. I know they're pretty good teams. It's it's Green Bay and Detroit, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, they're good teams, but yeah, definitely a backup plan. So that's all I'm going to say about this, because I don't think it's going to happen. Um, then we've moving on to Pitt versus Philly. Now, <laughs> I feel weird about this, because I do have Pitt. I'm definitely taking Pitt in this one. Um, we've got a better overall team. The defensive line is going to eat. Wentz hasn't really looked good this year. He hasn't had any weapons to throw to. Um, and I've got Pitt minus seven. Uh, if this line continues to go up and we get like, it's like eight point difference, I might consider giving it to Philly because I don't really think Pittsburgh has good um, cornerbacks or anything like that. They are coming off a bye, which is good. Um, they have a pretty good offense, I think. Uh, I, I struggle to say that a little bit because I'm not sure how I feel about Ben. He seems okay. I think Philly's defense is probably a little underrated, too. They're probably, like, top 15, top 20, which is, like, pretty good. Um, this is going to be a, a tough game. Um, I'm probably going to just start my dudes in this. <sighs> like, Ertz, Wentz, 
Um, I'm not starting Jackson. I don't even know if he's going to play. I think they said they want him to be 110% before he plays, so I'm not starting him unless he's 100% starting. I know he's 110%, so I'm probably not starting him until he's played a game, is not in the injury report all of next week, and then plays again. Ashton Jeffrey looks like he's trading upward, but I'm not sure that he's going to play this week. Um, but I would start him if, if he's... I would definitely start him. I'd start him... Even if he has an injury thing, I'd start him definitely over Jackson if he has any injury issues, for sure. Um, I'm not starting Greg Ward. I don't want to do it. I don't care if this secondary isn't very good, or I don't think it's very good. The cornerbacks especially aren't very good. Um, I I don't think I'm starting those guys. Uh, I'm not starting Wentz. I'm just going to start Ertz and Sanders. I think that's pretty much it. Um, for the Steelers, uh, man, start Juju. Um, hope uh, Deontay Johnson, I think it was... I think his toe is bothering him on Wednesday's practice, and I don't think he practiced, but I'm pretty sure he practiced full today. He should be good to go. I would start him. You know, he's a pretty big boom and bust upside guy. I'm not starting Ben this week. I'm pretty sure Ben is my 21st, yep, overall quarterback. I'm not starting him. Wentz is actually my 22nd, right behind him. So we're not starting either of those guys. Fuck him. Don't start him. Let's do quarterback league. Um, starting James Conner, definitely. You know, getting a week to rest. You know, hopefully injury bug doesn't come back, but it's always possible. So, you know, have that risk going into it. Eric Ebert seems to be pretty... Getting enough, I think he had seven targets last week. He seems to be getting up there and doing that kind of stuff and involved in the offense. So um, last week, I mean the week before that, obviously they had to buy. But um, yeah, I mean I I would uh, I would probably start him. They're probably on a lot of good options. I think he's like my twelfth uh, tight end. Um, he is actually my twentieth. I might have to move him up a little bit in front of. Gronk and Aiken, so he might be like my 18th guy, I think. Maybe I move Bright back a little bit, he's my 16. Maybe I move into like the 15, 16. So, uh, I mean, I feel like if you drafted Eric Ebron, you might, or you might have picked him up, I would probably go over, go with him only if like the guy you drafted was, I don't know, someone who got hurt or some shit like that. You probably have a better tight end, so I would probably start him over Ebron, but um, seems like he's actually pretty involved in the offense, which makes me uh, maybe consider changing that up and, and putting him up a little bit more. I, I consider him almost a star, a borderline star for sure, because I don't think the Philly defense does very good against tight ends anyway, so whatever. I'm just not a big fan of Ben, so starting these, like, ancillary receiving options makes me feel weird and kind of cringe, and, like, I don't want to do it at all, you know? So I I, I, I think you might have better options, like a Mo Alley Cox or maybe even a Cameron Brait or a Logan Thomas or a... Um, Dalton Schultz, or maybe even John Smith. Like, I feel like you should have better options, you know. I I, I don't know if John Smith's going to play, but, yeah, I feel like you have better options. Uh, so, yeah, it just, it just, it worries me a little bit, um, definitely. But I got Steelers, you know, again, I got Steelers, I got Steelers minus seven, so we'll go with that. Um, I'm going to post this on Twitter later, too, but I am doing better than all the Bleacher Report guys in terms of, uh, money line bets, and I think in terms of actual, uh, like, straight-up stuff, too, so. I think I know, I think I know a little bit what I'm doing, but as I say that, I know I'm going to go, like, 6 and 10 again this week, and it's going to be trash. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the next game. We got Arizona, and we got the, your New York Jets. Um, let me say, and this kind of sounds silly, dumb, maybe even a little bit, um, ridiculous, but if this Jets team gets healthy... They get Le'Veon, they get Mims, they have healthy Darnold, which I don't think he's actually going to play. I think Joe Flacco is going to start. Pretty sure Joe Flacco is going to start. Um, but, I mean, if they get completely healthy, with Mackie Becton, you know, being there, and, you know, McGovern and a few of the guys they signed in the offseason on the offensive line, I'm pretty sure it might have actually just been McGovern. Um, let me, I'm just looking at pulling them up real quick. Um, yeah, oh, and Fant, too. I, I think this is actually, like, a, a, a really not that terrible offense, honestly. I, I really don't think it's that bad. Um... I, I really think it kind of definitely depends on Mims and Bell. Um, 
yeah, I think that depends on a lot. But, you know, but uh, fuck, fuck Chris Herndon. He, he was a blip. I don't know what happened to him. He just, I, I need to see at least, like, three sustained games of him being good before I even consider picking him up and actually playing him. So, yeah, don't, definitely, like, wouldn't play him at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would consider this offense actually not, not that terrible. Um, and if we, you know, maybe see a little bit more out of Quinn Williams, uh, maybe Avery Williamson, you know, gets good again. Pierre Desir had those two picks last week. It's entirely possible this just team isn't that bad, um, when they get fully healthy. And they're getting there, I think. I think Bell's, he's, he's coming off of, uh, the IR, and I think Mims is also coming off the IR, too. So, eh, maybe we'll see a little bit with Flacco. Um, it's... I, I just, I think we need to reconsider a little bit what the Jets are doing. Like, we need to reconsider a few teams. You know, we're a quarter of the way through the season now. Yeah, it's week five, right? We played four games each for the most part. So, um, yeah, I think we need to consider this Jets team not as bad as I think, uh, you know, we we would, you know, coming into this this week at least. Um, and I think people need to, I think people have seen it, because I'm pretty sure Arizona started 2-0, and now they're 2-2. and You know, they lost to Detroit, and they lost last week to, God, I forget who. Um, maybe, was it Detroit? No, Detroit played, uh, New Orleans last week. Who did they lose to? It wasn't someone good, right? Um, God, who did they play? Um, oh, the Panthers. Yeah, right, right, right. So, like, I don't think they really, they lost to two kind of bad teams. I know they beat the 49ers in the first week, but, um, I kind of been saying this all year. I feel like they're, like, one, one, uh, one season away, which, thank God, they might actually be one season away um, from actually being kind of good, um, they have a good offense, I think it's pretty undeniable, honestly, Kyler Murray is, I think, like, my top quarterback this week, honestly, or no, I think he's, like, my third, or, or something like that, I definitely changed that around, because I think the Jesse Smith is not terrible, it's not good, it, it's, it's pretty, definitely, like, bottom 25, but, um, being last would be kind of cringe, it, it might be, but we'll see, once they get healthy, we'll see, but yeah, I mean, but basically, this, what I'm trying to get at is, this defense, I, I don't know if the Cardinals defense is even better than the fucking Jets defense, I'm really not sure, honestly, I, I, I'm not at all, um, I think I like Patrick Peterson and Jones and Buda Baker better than anyone on the Jets, but Quinn Williams in there pretty close. Pierre Desi had a pretty impressive game last week. Avery Williamson's okay. Like, um, I, I don't hate Marcus May, Maine, May, whatever his name is for the Jets. Um, I, I really don't know which, which defense is better, honestly. I, I have no fucking idea which defense is better here. I think they're both kind of on the same level. And I think we've kind of seen that over the past two weeks with Arizona losing uh, over the past two weeks, so... Definitely interesting, but Arizona's offense is definitely better. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is incomparable to anyone, really. Um, I don't hate Drake. I think the offensive line's a lot to blame for this stuff. Um, and Chase had been just, like, vulturing fucking touchdowns that really should... I know he was hurt last week, I'm pretty sure, but he's really just fucking vulturing touchdowns, dude. It's annoying as fuck. Um, but yeah, I mean, Murray's a great quarterback. Definitely better than anything the Jets have to offer. I like Kirk still. Hawkins is obviously really good still. Um, honestly, way more impressive than he was last year. And they have also Calvin Beecham, who, fucking my dudes, how the fuck did the Jaguars let this guy go? He's been solid for the entirety of his career. I don't, I, I just, I don't get it. Like, I'm looking at PFF stuff right here. He's at, like, a 65 grade this year, 67 the year before, 68, 69, 61, 73, 82, 68, 63. Like, this guy's never been bad his entire career, and I'm pretty sure I remember him being pretty good with the Jags, and with the Jets, too. Um, yeah, God, I'm sorry, I just need to go my Kelvin Beecham rant real quick, because I don't understand how this guy keeps getting thrown around. He's actually a really solid, you know, offensive lineman in a league where <laughs> people really need offensive linemen. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just need to rant a little bit. But their offense, basically, what I'm getting at is better. Um, and if we go to the predictions real quick, I've got Arizona to win. The line's only seven points, and I'm taking the Jets plus seven. I, I really think it'll be a lot closer game than people are expecting, which I think is reflective in the line, and I could definitely see this uh, moving up uh, as more people bet on Arizona. 
Um, cause I think that's how that works. I'm, I'm not really, you know, I'm very new to betting and all this stuff. So I'm, I'm not a hundred percent how it really works, you know, super well and shit. But, um, yeah, basically, um, I think, I think, I think what happens is that if a lot of money comes in on Arizona, you know, minus seven, then they'll move it up because they'll make more money. Uh, cause you know, the money will still come in. People still think Arizona is way better than the Jets. They'll get, um, they'll get it up like higher. So they, they have to bet like the same amount of money to like win less maybe, or to even, um, like, have a, have a higher, like, point differential. I think that's how that works. I, I might be explaining it pretty incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure that's how the betting stuff works. Not 100% certain, but whatever. Anyway, I'm taking Arizona, but I'm taking the Jets plus seven, and I can see this being a very easy upset for the Jets this week. I definitely see it happening. Um, and if Lundbell uh, is playing, definitely start him, because Isaiah Simmons can't do fucking shit, and he's barely played, and he's fucking trash. Um, definitely a project. Like, maybe I shouldn't call him trash yet, but I have been insulting him, and I feel pretty good about, you know, the eighth overall pick not actually doing shit at all this year. I think he's played a total of, like, 25 snaps or some dumb shit like that. I actually can look it up, right? He's played a total of... Oh, besides the kick coverage and punt coverage. Let me see. He's played 33, 36, like, 40, 44 snaps this year. Dude, this is just... And, I mean, it was it was 18 in the first fucking, uh, first fucking uh, week, and then it's been, like, 7, 10, and 9. For the 8th overall pick, that's not really good. I know he's kind of supposed to be a project guy, I guess, but he's supposed to be able to do everything all over the place together. Oh my god, so good. Fuck that. Fuck Isaiah. Fucking Isaiah Simmons, right? Yeah, fuck Isaiah Simmons. He sucks so far. Um, and I don't think it'll be good. I don't think it'll really be that good going forward, to be honest. I really don't. Um, so that was my Isaiah Simmons rant. I got Kelvin Beecham rant. I got my Isaiah Simmons rant. I'm ready to fucking go. Um, anyway. Uh, this could be a close game. Arizona, I'm starting Murray. Uh, I'm not really starting Flacco, but I think I'll have a better game than Foles. I think I had, like, should put money on that or some shit, because I, I put that on Twitter, so I should get something out of that. Um, start, I'm, I'm st still starting Kenyon Drake. I don't believe you have, in a, in, maybe in a shallow league, you probably have a better guy, because we have a lot of waiver dudes, but in a deeper league, like, where you have to start three running backs, or maybe there are two flexes and two running backs, I'm not sitting Drake, man. I think at worst this gets, and it's not there yet, I don't think it'll get there yet, but I think at the worst it's like a 50-50 split. I think he's gotten pretty unlucky, Drake is a very talented guy, and I'm pretty sure at the end of, like, seasons he does really well too, so you're gonna want to hold on to him. Um, I would even consider him a, a pretty easy buy-low candidate, um, because I don't think you need to give up that much to get him, honestly. I think people are fucking done with him, because, I mean, fantasy owners have been burned all over the place, like, if this guy who owns Drake this year was burned by Drake in the past, then I think he's gonna give him up and be like, fuck this, dude, I, I want out. I think you can get him for pretty reasonable, pretty cheap price. Like, I don't, I don't know what you can get for him, honestly. Like, trying to think of, like, a running back you can maybe trade for him um, that I would do. I wouldn't do Robinson. I wouldn't... Actually, depending on the amount of running backs you have, if you want to give up someone like, uh, like even, uh, who's... What's it? What the... God, I don't... Let me take a breath. Um, on Carolina, who's their running back again? Mike Davis. He's been very good. He's like a top 10, top 20 running back for me uh, going forward. But if you have other guys who are really good and you want to get a long, longer term option, I would consider trading Davis for Kenyon Drake. I wouldn't hate that at all. Um, now, that might be, that might not turn out well. And I don't like doing trades, but I, I would see what you can get for um for getting Kenyon Drake because I think he's still a pretty big buy low candidate. But anyway. I think we talked about this enough. I am Arizona for the win, but Jets plus seven, and I'm definitely not betting on this game. I might honestly bet on the Jets, depending on how good they give me the odds, because I think the Jets could actually win this one and pull an upset. The next game we got is Las Vegas versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, You know, if you're listening to this podcast and you drafted Patrick Mahomes in like the second round or before Lamar Jackson, you're a fucking idiot. 
Um, and it's been proven this season so far. I think he's like the like tenth best quarterback or like the eighth best quarterback for fantasy. He's still my favorite quarterback in the NFL, like as an NFL quarterback. Um, but this isn't translating to fantasy, dude. You you just got sucked up into the fucking hype from the fifty touchdown years. That was two fucking years ago. He threw twenty seven the year before in in two less games. This dude is a great quarterback, the best in the in the league probably. Um, but like, dude, <laughs> like. Why would you take him so early? And you're being punished for that now. I, I just need to rant a little bit about that. Um, because you'll see that going forward. Like, this is a very good team. And the two touchdowns that he had were, like, kind of like runs or, like, end-arounds uh, for touchdowns. So those were barely throws. I'm really surprised those even counted as touchdowns. Let's be honest. Um, but anyway, the Chiefs actually have a pretty good defense. The Raiders have a surprisingly good defense. Derek Hart looked really good last week. It looks like Ruggs is going to be active. And if he's active, he looks like he practiced in full. you got to fucking start him. You absolutely have to fucking start him. And I still think you start Hunter Renfro. Because I'm not really sure about Kansas City defense. They're fine. I think they're really good in fantasy so far. Um, but uh, I'm not... I don't, I'm not putting them like a top 10 defense overall right now. I think I can name... I think I can name 10 defense better than Kansas City. Let, let's run it. Let, let's see if I can fucking run it, actually. What are the 10 defenses I'd rather have over Kansas City? Um, The Ravens, the Steelers. Uh, <laughs> this is getting a lot... A lot more dicey. Um, the Colts, I think, possibly. Probably the Colts. I think the Titans, too. It's getting kind of close. Um... <laughs> shit, maybe they are. Talking. All right, well, we got the Bears. So we got uh, we got Ravens, Steelers, Colts, Titans. Then we got the Bears. I Packers, that's six. Buccaneers, that's seven. Saints, when healthy, that's eight. Rams, that's nine. I'm not going to count San Francisco because they have like guys on like the IR and stuff like that. So th those guys, probably not that. And then the Seahawks, maybe. They, actually, you know, I think they're top ten. They're actually a top ten defense, I think. Um, fuck, okay. That's interesting. They are a top 10 defense, maybe, for me. See, I, li I like running it, and when I say running it, I like, you know, going through the teams and seeing wh what I'd like and do better and stuff. Um, you know, the Patriots are close, maybe, too. Um, and the Saints, like I said, are close. 49ers are probably still kind of close. The Chargers are probably still kind of close. Uh, but I think I'd rather have the Chiefs over them, too. Eh, it's definitely interesting. The Broncos, I think, are kind of close, too, even, even with the injuries, you know? Um... Interesting. That's interesting to me. Uh, you know, Rashad Breeland's actually played really well this year so far. I'm, I'm pretty impressed, honestly. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. So yeah, this game is um, a division game, so I will never bet on this game. Um, I don't really bet division games, and I can't make this a lock, because I, I would consider locking it if this wasn't a division game, but it's a division game. Gruden can coach, although Andy Reid can probably coach better. Um, let's see what the line is. The line is, uh, 13 and a half. And I'm taking Las Vegas easy plus 13 and a half. That's not, dude, that is a ridiculous amount for a division game. And with the Las Vegas team, that I think is actually not that bad. The, the way I see that happening for the most part is that Derek Carr, for whatever reason, and it bears it out in film. I'm pretty sure it bears it out statistically. He, he doesn't understand where the fir first down marker is sometimes. He's like 28 fucking years old and he's throwing like passes like 10 yards in front of the first down, uh, marker on like third down. And it's like, bro, what are you? What are you, what are you doing? Like, are you serious? This is like middle of the field shit. It's like middle of the field. Like, we're not going for like a field goal and just want to play it safe. It's like middle of the field shit where he's like not even pushing the ball at all. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, and he does also do it, you know, when they're in like field goal range too. So that's probably the way where I see Kansas City just running up the score, running up the score, running up the score, and Las Vegas is settling for field goals, settling for field goals, settling for field goals. I can see that happening. 
but with 13 and a half points on there, I'm going to go Las Vegas plus 13 and a half, but I'll take the Chiefs to win this one for sure. Um, this could also be another upset. This is definitely, I definitely one that I wouldn't lock. Um, this is, this is going to be an upset. I think pretty, pretty easily. Um, this could be an upset, not pretty easily. Uh, it's probably a weird way to say that. I think it definitely could be an upset. I, I would, I would say that it could definitely be an upset. Not sure about that. Uh, I'll definitely revisit it on Sunday stream, but, uh, it's definitely possible. It could be, it could be an upset. Um, but I think you're starting Tyreek, you're starting Mahomes. I'm probably starting Miko Hardman in, even in my, you know, my, my shallow league, which is a one quarterback, two running backs, one flex, three wide receivers, a tight end, a kicker, and a defense. I, I'm, I think I'm considering starting him, although I have better running backs, I think, uh, um, wide receivers, but I could, I think I might start Deontay Johnson league, whatever, that's fine. Um, anyway, so we are going to start Miko, we're going to start... Everyone on the team, everyone, basically everyone on uh, Kansas City, except I'm not starting Sammy Watkins because I don't trust him at all. Um, for Vegas, we're going to start Ruggs. I think that's fine because he's going to be healthy. Um, Derek Carr is a, a tough one. He had a pretty good game last week on film too and statistically as well. So it's possible I could see I could see um, him being actually pretty good um, in this game statistically at least. And maybe even just for the game regularly. The offensive line looked a little bit worse last week. That kind of troubling, especially against Kansas City, which I think is a pretty decent defensive line. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. For the Raiders. Oh, you start Waller. You start the running back, obviously. I think those are pretty obvious. Um, I'm starting Renfro, I think. Ruggs coming in, though, it definitely shakes up my ranks a little bit. I don't think I had Ruggs in my ranks, so I'll have to reconsider that on Saturday or Sunday. But, um, yeah, I think that's pretty dope. I think it's pretty good. Uh, enough for that. You know, we got Kansas City to win, but I've got Las Vegas with the points. I feel like I've gotten, uh, I feel like the way I'm doing this actually is, um, I'm taking a lot of teams, but then I'm taking the other team with the points. Eh, we'll see how it goes the rest of the way. Okay. The next game we've got is the Jaguars game. We've got Jaguars football versus, <laughs> which is kind of great because the Jaguars have a better record than the fucking Houston Texans, which I didn't expect at week five, you know, coming, coming into week five. Um, Jags 1-3, Houston 0-4. Um, the line is 6.5. Uh, I've got Houston minus 6.5, and, and I've got Houston winning it. It's a division game. Anything can happen, that's for sure. Um, not a lot for me to go over here, because I think you know about a lot of my positions for the Jaguars. I talk about them the most. They've got a good offense. They've got a pretty shit defense. Allen, Jack, uh, Henderson, probably the only guys I care about who are decent even, honestly. So, um, yeah. Schobert has been kind of shit. Um, Miles Jack has been really good. He's PFF's number one linebacker, which is pretty impressive. Um, I like Hashish Marsh because he plays Magic. Um, but outside of that, uh, I don't know. We're going to have to start, like, I'm pretty sure someone is going on, I, th I think it's Herndon or the other guy. I don't know. We're going to have Sidney Jones playing outside with, with Henderson. He played okay in limited snaps, I think, last week, um, honestly. So that'll be interesting to monitor going forward. I was surprised, you know, we can get him. I know he's, like, a little bit older and stuff, but, um... Wait, is he not on here? Oh, he is on here. Yeah, I think he he, he hasn't... No, yeah, okay. I mean, he's, he only played in... Yeah, he only played in 12 snaps. Um, at least, like, defensively, right? Or whatever like that. It's got an 85 coverage grade for, for PFF right now. So, it's not... It's not terrible. Oh, Sidney Jones is not that old, actually. What the fuck? I thought Sidney Jones is way older. Huh. Just a bust, I guess. That's fine. Um, yeah, Sidney Jones, actually. Not, not, not terrible. I mean, we did the same thing with, what, DJ Hayden last year, right? Who was kind of a bust. Um, the slot guy, he was good as a slot last year. He was pretty terrible this year. I think that's him, right? Oh, Trey Herndon was the other guy we got. Um, I don't hate him. 
Uh, but, you know, they've been pretty bad this year. I mean, Trey, Trey and DJ have been pretty terrible this year, for sure. But maybe we get Sidney Jones, CJ Henderson, maybe some stuff happens. But they're both young guys, so it doesn't really matter to me that much. Um, defense is super young, whatever. The offensive line has been really impressive, though, for the Jaguars this year. That's the biggest thing, I think. You know, Robinson looks really great. Minshew looks okay. Definitely less good in the past few weeks. Um, Lavishka is surprising me a lot, because I did not like him coming into the year at all. But, you know, coming around a little bit on him. Chark is good. I think Lavishka can be, like, eventually just end up as a really good number two. You know, not like a 1A, 1B. Kind of like a a and then like a B plus kind of guy. I think the Jaguars offense is going to be really good this year. I mean, um, because I like Keelan Cole. I still like, dude, still like Westbrook. Um, but they just don't want to play him. Um, Colin, I like him. I don't like Chris Conley's fucking trash. Get him the fuck out of here. Um, I wish Colin saw more action, honestly. But um, you know, this week against a very soft, very shitty uh defense from Houston. Um, which I don't really know if Romeo Cornell is going to be able to turn around. Uh, maybe he could. Uh, we'll see. But uh, pretty much, uh, I'm. I like Chark. I like. I like Levishka a little bit. But Keelan Cole could easily have a very big game. So go Chris Conley. Chris Conley had big games last year. You know. Um, we we could see these guys. Any of the wide receivers outside of GJ Shark. Because I love GJ Shark. He's going to be very good. Um, I think he's like a top twelve option for me this week. Um, you know, Levishka's scary only because any of the other guys could go off. But I still like Levishka. If he can end up being like a, a B B plus guy this year, I think the Jaguars are a really good offense. A really good. Position, uh, you know, next year to, to be have an even better offense. I think the offense is pretty good right now. Uh, Lavishka can be a startable guy. I think you're starting. This game might be a, a huge fucking bonanza. Honestly, I, I really believe that. Um, because for Houston, I think Deshaun's like my fifth quarterback or some shit like that. Like he is up there, dude. He is super up there for me. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, Watson is my third ranked quarterback. I'm ready to roll with Watson easy. This game's gonna be a barn burner. Minshew's my tenth ranked quarterback. You're starting Robinson. You're starting. Duke, uh, David Johnson, not Duke Johnson. Although is Duke Johnson actually, Duke Johnson is on Houston. You could consider starting Duke Johnson, but I probably will. Um, David Johnson, you're starting. Brandon Cooks, I think you're starting him. It's a new offense. We'll see how it goes. Um, you probably drafted him pretty high. Jaguars defense sucks. Start him. Uh, Will Fuller's, I, I think just like automatically from now on, Will Fuller is just automatically going to be my, like in the top 12 for me until he gets hurt. That's the only issue. Will Fuller is the 10th, 10th wide receiver um, I have this, this week. It looks like Chargers my 13th. I stick by that pretty easy. That seems that seems right. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Will Fuller just going forward is probably gonna be a top ten wide receiver for me. I've seen such good things out of him so far. Um, I'm really impressed, honestly. Uh, I I used to really think before I started watching film as religiously as I do that he was just kind of like a deep threat guy who that's all he did. He seems like he's more than that. And even in week one, he kind of seemed like just a deep threat guy and not very good at other stuff. But um, I'm kind of buying in pretty hard on Will Fuller. Um, I think you can still get him at a pretty decent price if I consider him a top ten wide receiver. I think you can even consider trading Robbie Anderson for him. I wouldn't hate that at all. I still think Robbie Anderson is very good. You know, he was on my list for breakout guys this year, or um, sleepers even this year. I forget where he was going. He was going late enough to be considered a sleeper, but he was on my list for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Will Fuller so much. I like everyone you can start. I like Atkins even a little bit if you want to go there and you have like a tight end issue. I would consider that. I don't like Tyler Eifert, but that's just to see Tyler Eifert. And he could score a touchdown, but then again, all tight ends are pretty much touchdown dependent, right? So he gives a shit. But anyway, I got Houston minus six and a half. I might switch to the Jaguars. I'll probably still say Houston. Um, I think they desperately need to win. Um, eh. I mean, so do the Jaguars, but uh, I mean, the Jaguars can be two and three and you know beat two division opponents. That would actually be really good for them, but... I don't know, I think this season's kind of over for the Jags, and it might be over for Houston, too, um, considering Tennessee's 3-0, and I'm pretty sure, uh, what is Indy, like, 3-1 or 3-0? Yeah, 3-1, so not looking great uh, for either of these two teams, but we got Houston, and we got Houston minus six and a half. Next game we're moving on to, it is Cincinnati and Baltimore. This, breaking my cardinal rule, rules sometimes can be broken. Like I said before, I don't pick division games for locks. 
but this one's a lock for me. Baltimore, lock over Cincinnati. I like what I've seen from Joe Burrow. I don't like what I've seen from the offensive line. Uh, I like T. Higgins, but I don't like the matchup he's going against with Baltimore with Humphreys and uh, and uh, and Peters. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's I, I actually, I have Cincinnati plus 12 and a half, um, which is weird to see with my locks. I don't normally do that, but I'm taking Baltimore. Baltimore's going to win. That's my lock. And Cincinnati plus uh, 12 and a half, because I think it could be a little bit closer. Um, if you want to, you know, be a real big gambler boy, Lamar not, might not play. If you want to get in that, like, sweet point spread before he's officially declared out and we have a big point spread, um, I would consider doing that. But I still think he, if Baltimore wins this, I actually might switch this to Baltimore minus 12 and a half. It's just so many points, dude. Like, over 10 points is getting, like, oh, I'm starting to pay attention, but almost two touchdowns? Ugh, you really got my attention there, dude. Um, so I've got Baltimore, Cincinnati. Taking Baltimore, it's my lock, one of my locks. I normally do three a week, but I didn't do any last week, and um, I'm only doing two this week. I think I might just switch up and have three be my max and one be my minimum maybe going forward, but I think I'm going to spread it out a little bit more, not just do three every time. That seems kind of weird. Um, so anyway, that's my lock. Um, Baltimore, Hollywood Brown just, just I just feels, I, I think I said this last week too, but it just feels like this is the, the two-touchdown week for him if we get Lamar in there. Um, I don't like Cincinnati. I don't really like any part of Cincinnati, honestly, um, like at all. Other defense, rather. I don't like any part of this defense. Um, yeah. Um, so, so go ahead and start uh, all all the Baltimore you need. Um, for the running backs, it is tough. Uh, I can actually see Willie Sneed having a good week. I know he's not a running back, but I can see Willie Sneed having a decent week this year, uh, this week, um, for sure. It, it's it's possible at least. Um, if you're desperate and in a very deep league, I wouldn't hate playing him because I don't think this secondary is very good. Um, but yeah, for running backs, I still like Gus as my favorite guy, but I wouldn't hate starting Ingram. I'm not starting Dobbins, because um, I, I don't know. He, he seems like he might even be the safest because he catches uh, the most balls out in the backfield, but I feel like this game is going to be a ground and pound game, and they might like give like 35 carry. They might have like 35 rushes or 40 rushes this game. Entirely probable. Um, I think that might happen. Um, but you know, the, the running defense has, or the rush attack for Baltimore has looked a lot worse with Marshall Yonda being gone. I like Brown. Apparently fucking Bradley Bowsman has been really a boozman or whatever, has been really good this year. I haven't really seen it on film, but the right side of the line is not looking very good, according to PFF at least. And I have definitely noticed the line in total being not super great. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's getting a, it, it's, it's not looking good for, for, um, running backs on, uh, on Baltimore. I don't really think you want to buy any of these guys. I think you might even want to sell. I know they've got a pretty low price tag right now, but I would consider selling these guys. I I don't really know. Like, you could get Gus Edwards probably for free still in most leagues, and I would be more interested in him than I am in either of those two guys. Because I, I really... It seems like they like this strategy, and I was talking to a Baltimore fan, I think, a few days ago. Um, it really seems like they like to bring in Gus late and just finish out the, the job with him, but he seems great late. Uh, even better than when Ingram was rushing late. Gus seemed way better. And he's definitely going to get a touchdown or two, you know, doing that stuff. So I think I like Gus the best out of this this backfield. Um, I'm not sure if Justice Hill is even on this fucking team anymore, but I thought he'd get a little bit more work too. Um, he's still on the team. I just think he's literally gotten zero snaps. He's gotten zero snap played. He's playing coverage. Kick coverage. Interesting. He was a fourth round pick last year. Kind of shows you about draft capital stuff, you know? Uh, fourth round pick not getting any work this year. That's interesting. Um... Yeah, so I think we're starting all the guys here. You're starting Boyd. I really like Boyd, even in a tough matchup. Uh, Higgins, I'm probably sitting because it's a tough matchup. Um, yeah, this is still my favorite defense in the league. Um, I still really like them a lot. Uh, it's going to be tough to start anyone. Burrow definitely has legs. I wish he'd use them a little bit more than he has in the past, but um, he's still a sit for me too. So we're going Baltimore. 
Right now, I have Cincinnati plus twenty plus twelve and a half. Um, but I I might switch that over. Um, but that's what I have right now. So we'll see. You know, I make updates before the when I stream before the week too. So you can catch me on stream doing that stuff. Anyway, moving on. We've got Carolina, which is two and two, and Atlanta is zero and four. Um, I'm taking Atlanta. I feel like I've taken Atlanta like two or three times this year. Uh, and it's been disappointing, but the line is one and a half points. Um, so I'll take Atlanta minus one and a half. Uh, I think that's pretty easy for me. Um, I'm definitely not putting this as a lock because this is a division game and, um, Atlanta hasn't won a game yet. And, uh, that definitely concerns me, but I think as we've seen with, uh, Atlanta under Dan Quinn for the past two years, they start off really shitty. They might even lose this game too and start and continue to start off really shitty, but they're going to eventually win like seven or oh and end up seven and nine. It's just, it's going to happen because that's what happens. I think we can start the run a little bit here now though. Um, Carolina's defense, though I, I will 100% say this with certainty, their defense has gotten a lot better since week one. And I've, I've been saying this for a while now, too. Um, the defense is very young. You know, it was the first game together. The first two games, they were really shit. And then the last two games, it actually been pretty good defensively. Um, I've been, I've been really impressed. Um, I thought, De uh, not Derek Henry, um, Derek Brown would be a lot better, or a lot better immediately, but it doesn't seem like he was doing that in the first two games. But I think he has the most run stops for a rookie so far. Um, I really like him a lot. You know, Short's pretty good, too. I like Brian Burns. I like Yedder Grossmatos. Um, I I like like a decent amount of this team. Um, I like Jeremy Chin. Um, at defense, it seems like it's coming together a little bit more than, than I thought it would. Um, so they, they can't be disrespected in that way, but Atlanta's offense is so good. I don't think it super matters. Gurley's semi-touchdown dependent, although I was impressed with some of the movement he had last year, or last week. Not super fast, but pretty, pretty strong, good, good vision, which I was happy to see. Um, I know justice, uh, not justice. Hill, no, no Brian Hill, which is really nice for girly owners. Makes me feel way more comfortable. Um, but I still think that that might still be there. We'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Atlanta, you start all your dudes. Um, I would start Russell Gage too. I, I still don't think the secondary is that great for Carolina, although definitely better than it was in the beginning of the year, but I don't think a secondary is that great. And, and the line could get after Matt Ryan. We'll see, but Matt Ryan's such a good quarterback. I don't give a fuck, dude. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think we'll see Ridley have no catches again, so Ridley's definitely a start, but, um, yeah, I wasn't super high on Ridley. I think he's one of my busts coming into the year. I still kind of feel that way. Um, I know he's, like, still the wide receiver three, but, um, I mean, if Julio doesn't play, I love it, and I like Russell Gage a lot, too, but if Julio does play, I think I still kind of love it, honestly, <laughs> now that I think about it. Both these guys, um, will be good. If Julio plays, you definitely start him, but I would definitely keep a backup option for him, because he re-aggravated a hamstring injury. Hamstring injuries are nagging, too, very annoying, so I don't, I don't know how much we like that, but... I'm definitely still thinking. So Carolina, you're gonna. I'm actually sitting more in a league um, for DK Metcalf because there's only two wide receivers in the league and a flex for some stupid fucking reason. And it's also a, it's a zero point PPR league, which is fucking stupid. Also, but whatever. I'm in that league, so I want to beat up on these guys who are bad at drafting. Um, but anyway, um, basically, yeah. Um, I would start more unless you have better options. Like, okay, my situation is literally DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, and DJ Moore. Like, who am I starting with? I'm taking Metcalf and I'm starting uh. I'm fucking starting DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sorry. Like, it was happening. But DJ Moore is definitely a start, unless you're in my situation. Um, Robbie Anderson's definitely a start. I actually had him on the bench for all these four weeks in one of my leagues, because I just had such a good team in that league. But um, he's definitely a start. Curtis Samuel is interesting, because if we flip the other side to Atlanta's defense, I really don't think they play as bad as people think. I think people think they're literally the worst secondary in the league. Um, they're getting Terrell back. I don't think Isaiah Oliver is that bad. They have a pretty decent pass rush. Uh, I, I think people are giving them a little bit too much of a bad rap because they've gone against really good opponents. Um, so yeah, I, I think this team's actually not that bad. Did I say, I said Grady Jarrett, right? Pretty sure I said Grady Jarrett. Yeah, Grady Jarrett's still very good, so. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't hate the secondary, like, at all. The safeties obviously aren't 
um, what they used to be like two years ago when they were in the Super Bowl <laughs> type thing. But um, I, I still think this is a pretty good team. Um, a, a, a pretty a pretty good defense, probably like a probably like bottom bottom tw like after twenty, it's probably like twenty five ish, twenty maybe in that range, twenty twenty to twenty seven, twenty eight range. So it's not good. I would definitely start a lot of Carolina guys versus them. Uh, consider streaming Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I don't hate that a lot. Um, doing that in the league. I kind of think I should have kept Goff, but I really, really worry about the the disruption from the defensive line, uh, and that really fucks with Goff, so I'm a little worried about that, but, um, yeah, I, I would start Teddy, uh, I would start Mike Davis, obviously, Ian Thomas, you probably can't start, you probably have a better option than Ian Thomas, but start the wide receivers, Curtis Samuel's definitely a toss-up, but if you feel like Atlanta's defense is worse than I'm describing here, um, and worse than what I've seen on film, and worse than what PFF says, uh, then I, I would go ahead and trust your gut, and I think that's fine, I just, I just don't believe Atlanta's that bad. Um, but anyway, we're taking Atlanta minus one and a half. Honestly, I really thought the line would be a lot more, um, in favor of Carolina, but it's only, um, they're, they're still the underdogs. So interesting to me. I'll take Atlanta though. Pretty easy. Um, then we've got Miami first San Fran. Um, this one fucking calling the shots, dude. I'm calling the shot here, man. Miami is an eight and a half point underdog and I'm taking them straight up, taking them fucking straight up. And I'm taking Miami with the points. Easy money here. I'm going to definitely bet on this one on Sunday. I think Miami can pull this one out. Ryan Fitzpatrick's actually been pretty pretty good. He hasn't had a blow-up game yet, which is very encouraging. So usually it's a blow-up game. It could obviously come at this point now, but um, I, I'm pretty sure Jones is going to be back. Byron Jones is going to be back this week. He's think he practiced uh, yesterday. I think he should be practicing in full today. Um, or maybe I got that update for today. I think he practiced sometime this week. So that, that's a good sign. Um, I, I just, you know, I'm fucking the 49ers are showing CJ Beathard, just the third-string quarterback, I think, right? Um, I'm not sure if Garoppolo is going to play. They're a two and two team. I don't really think they're that good. Um, with all the injuries that happened, I didn't really think they were going to make the playoffs coming into the year anyway. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think you get Howard out there. Ibanagani hasn't been very good this year, but I think he's fine. Um, and then we get back to, uh, fucking Byron Jones here. I think this defense actually not terrible. Shaq Lawson, right? That's Shaq Lawson, right? Yeah. Shaq Lawson. Um, we got Wilkins on the line. Van Noy is pretty good last week. Um, I like Eric Rowe. I think, um, Bobby McCain's, like, a little underrated, but, um, he's, he's just, like, fine, you know? Um, I think if we see that, you know, defense actually not being kind of that bad against the C.J. Beathard, um, and, you know, Debo's good, um, I like Ayuk too, but they're more, like, gadget guys or whatever, so not, you can't really count on them every game. Um, I think they're more gadget guys, honestly, but Shanahan's also a great coach, and they also have Kittle, but, uh, so aside, I think this defense is actually pretty good. They could get after, uh, Beathard. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. Mullins had a terrible game if they go back to him. Um, as long as Garoppolo isn't playing, I really like Miami. Um, even if Garoppolo comes in, I still think I really like Miami in this one to upset. Um, but, anyway, um, we have... For Miami offense, actually, I, I like Parker. Surprise, surprise. Um, Williams has kind of been shit, but Isaiah Ford's actually been pretty decent. Um, Fitzpatrick, like I said, start Gaskin, start Gasecki, start Parker, start these guys. The San Fran defense still has good pieces left on it, but man, is it fucked. Um, you know, with injuries and stuff like that, it, it really is. Um, Kinlaw's actually been really good this year, which is a little bit surprising to me, honestly. I didn't know if he'd come on this strong. Um, Warner's pretty good. Uh, I like him a decent amount. Wait, did I just get an update that? Hold on. Did the game get pushed back? Why did I see that come up? Sorry, this is a <laughs> is a little bit of the pause in the podcast, even though this is going to be in the podcast, but uh, Broncos have been informed that their game versus New England will be moved from Sunday to Monday night per sources. That's what I saw. Okay. So the Broncos game's moved. I thought I saw tonight's game's getting moved. I was like, oh, fuck, dude, shit. Um, 
But anyway, Whew, okay. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's continue to trudge on, uh, trudge on. Just, we might've gotten some breaking news there. I also was looking at a tweet because I was better on Twitter. Uh, Mike Florio said on 1025, the game, a higher up with another team guesses that Robinson and Vrabel, this is talking about the Titans stuff, get suspended for the rest of the year. The Titans is a first round pick and they get a $10 million fine for their infractions. They should be severely punished, honestly, for Nashville. Uh, I'm sorry, for, for Tennessee. They, they, sh they really should be. Fuck them. They might, they jeopardize this fucking season, dude. Um, yeah, so we're gonna have to check that out and, and come back to it a little bit, but that was a little bit of breaking news in between here, so that was a little fun, a little fun break from this, but anyway, uh, talking about the 49ers, um, you know, the defense is like, okay, I like Verrett a decent amount too, um, but it's just, it's just not what it was last year, and uh, that kind of carried them, I think, really into the playoffs, obviously, and, and the genius of Shanahan, uh, offensively, but this is not the same team as it was last year, they're a 2-2 two two team, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year, I don't think they're gonna be a 7-9 team, um, Miami looks surprisingly stronger than I expected, um, and I think they could definitely win this game. But for the 49ers, in terms of starting, um, I'm not starting Bourne. I like Ayuk. I like Debo. I, I can't tell you which one's going to be better. I can't tell you if one of them's going to score a touchdown, but I'm going to place my trust fucking in Shanahan, and if I need the points, I'm going to go out and get it with these guys. Um, McKinnon's been really impressive, too. Uh, Jeff Wilson, definitely, you know, the, the clear second guy so far. Um, if Mostert comes back, you're starting him. McKinnon, you can start, um... Because while I think Miami's defense is underrated, I don't think they're special or anything. They're, they're pretty good. Um, the cornerbacks don't do a great job, I think, matching up against the wide receivers, but they're still very good. Kittle will be a problem. I think Gusecki's definitely going to be a problem for this defense, too. Um, so I'd start both those tight ends. Um, you know, I'd start those two wide receivers. I'm not starting Kendrick Bourne. Um, I, when I say start two, I'm thinking, like, top 36 when I say that, you know? So I would consider doing that in that kind of context, you know? Um, I, I think they're around there, and I would consider them startable guys, but... I mean, in shallow leagues, you don't need to do that. But in deeper leagues, definitely. They're, they're guys I'm keeping an eye on that I think could score touchdowns any given day. Any given Sunday, they could score touchdowns um, pretty easily, I think, too. Uh, if you watch that Ayuk run, or that Ayuk end around, whatever the fuck it was, it was fucking sick, dude. He, he's he's good for that, at least. Um, but okay, I think that's enough of that game. Um, let's move on. To, oh, did I say who I Yeah, I said uh, Miami, right? We're taking Miami, we're taking the points, too. We're taking Miami straight up. We got Dallas and the New York Giants, man. Um... Maybe this comes a little bit of a surprise because I don't really like the Giants, but um, the points for it's only 9.5, and, and I've definitely taken Dallas over this, but it's a division game, so I can't put this as a lock. But um, I'll take the Giants 9.5 with the points. I mean, they played the Rams pretty good. I know they got crushed the week before, which is very surprising to me because I thought the defense actually um, is the best part of this team right now, <laughs> which is kind of crazy um, to think about. But um, the defense actually is playing pretty, pretty well. I like the defensive line a lot. Forever, he seems like he's doing better than I thought he was in the beginning of the year because I didn't think he was very good in the beginning of the year. And then he had a pretty good game last week. I feel like Martinez is doing pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate some of this defense. Um, I hate the offensive line, though. That's for sure. Um, I really thought that, like, Will Hernandez would be better by this point, but he really has disappointed a, a lot, I think, honestly. He's been severely disappointing, I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, uh, I, I think it's entirely possible they play a better game than people are expecting, but I also could see Dallas just blowing them the fuck up, dude. Like, literally just take, like, dropping 30 in the first half and be like, alright, we're done, we're gonna run Zeke and Pollard the rest of the game and just win by, like, 20. I could see that happening, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, it's a division game, the Giants haven't won a game yet. I think they're good enough to win a game. And for some reason, Dallas just doesn't win games they should win. Um, I still think Dallas is a good team. I still think they're the best team in the division, but um, that's why I have them to win. But the points are enough that I think I'm going to take uh, the New York Giants. But anyway, um, if you use it to Gallup, I don't hate you, and I think it's fine. Um, but I, I love Lamb and Cooper. I'm definitely starting. I'm definitely starting Schultz, Prescott, Zeke. No problem there. 
Um, for the Giants, too, you know, Dallas does not have a very good secondary. We've seen them make a lot of bonehead, dumbass mistakes. They haven't been very good this year um, at all besides, the, like, the offensive line, I guess, really. Uh, our defensive line, I guess, really has been good in defense, and that's not even saying too much. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think it's very good. But for the Giants, though, I'm starting Slayton for sure. Golden State's definitely a, a, a weird play. I probably won't start him. Daniel Jones is someone I could very easily consider. I think going forward, streaming defense, uh, team or quarterbacks against Dallas uh, is going to be very good because they're going to score. They're going to keep fucking scoring. I I mean, what, Dak is on pace for like the most throws in the NFL, I think, or some shit like that. Like Stafford had like 700 one year. I think he's on pace with her for like 800, which obviously isn't going to happen for Dak. But, um, you know, I could, I could see a team having to keep up very, very... Uh, see them very hard. I don't know what I was going to say there, but I can see them definitely keeping up pretty easy with Dallas because they're going to have to at least, and the defense is kind of shit. So um, that's going to be interesting. Um, I would start most of my Giants, guys. Not the running backs, though. Don't start the running backs. I, I can't get a handle on it, but the defense, is, defense uh, the offensive line is so bad. I just think these guys, and the, the running back talent isn't good enough to overcome that, that you don't want to start any of these guys. Besides maybe Dion Lewis and like a, like an extra point, extra point PPR for fucking running backs or some shit, or even a full point PPR for running backs. I could consider Deion Lewis, but besides that, I don't want to start any of these guys. Fuck them. Don't do it. Even, even with a bad defense. Um, I think Dallas is probably better against the run than they are against the pass because the secondary is such shit. But yeah, we're taking Dallas, but we'll take Giants at the points because I think it could eventually get close. All right. Let us move on to Indian Cleveland, which is like the game of the week for me. This, the, uh, I feel like this is the game of the week. Um, Like pr pretty easily, I think, kind of. Um, I am right now currently <laughs> taking cleveland uh plus one and a half um i'm taking them straight up and i'm taking them plus one and a half um fuck dude this game can go either way um i know the browns lost chubb but i really think this offensive line especially run blocking is so good it doesn't even matter i don't think that johnson is as good as kareem hunt i don't think kareem hunt is as good as chubb as a pure runner but i don't really care cleveland is gonna kill it on the ground um, I don't care that it's fucking DeForest Buckner. I don't give a fuck that it's that other guy, Autry, that I actually like a decent amount. This Browns offensive line, especially against, uh, for the run, is so good. Uh, Jedrick Wills is a fucking steal, wherever they got him. I forget what he, he was at. He was pick 10. That's a fucking steal, dude. He should have gotten, like, third overall. Um, uh, Conklin's been great again this year. Fucking Teller. Wyatt Teller is the best-ranked, uh, guard for, uh, yeah, guard for fucking, uh, PFF. And then Treader, the center, who is very good, JC Treader. Um, it is the second rate, uh, center for PFF. Like these guys are really, really good and they've shown it on film too. It's not just, I'm not just going on PFF. I'm going on film and, and PFF too, which I think is the two best metrics you could probably go for, for offensive linemen, especially. Um, so yeah, uh, I really like both running backs. I think both running backs are startable. Um, e even in like very shallow leagues, I think you can start Johnson, Durnus Johnson. I would not be afraid at all. Um, start Beckham. Landry's a tougher one. Um, cause I actually think that Indy's defense was... I underrated Indy's defense coming into the year. I'll, I'll say that for sure. I don't know if other people did, but I underrated them pretty highly. Um, and that was a mistake. Uh, but I, th I think that, you know, Moore and even Rhodes closed, Xavier Rhodes is actually okay at playing defense, uh, maybe. Um, so I'm a little concerned about Landry. not concerned about Beckham. He's going to be kind of boomer bust. I'm sitting Mayfield because I just can't trust him. I think they're going to run the ball a shit ton. Um, but I'd start Beckham, probably sit Landry. Uh, Hooper, if you need a tight end, sure, go for it. I don't hate you for it. Um... But for Indianapolis, we are going to hit up all of our guys. I think I'm sitting Rivers. Um, I, I don't. I know I said this during my uh, my Twitter rants about the games, but why the fuck is Naheem Hines getting fucking carries? Still, it's insane to me. Jonathan Taylor is clearly the best running back. If he doesn't have 80% of the carries going forward this year, I, I think that's a, a mistake from the coaching. I think the coaching needs to 
fucking just give him the ball, ride the rock with him. He's so much better than everyone else. It's it's flabbergasting. I'm, I'm flabbergasted by how bad they are at giving the best running back on their team the fucking ball. It's insane. It fucking blows my mind. Um, the offensive line is obviously still good. That's definitely helpful for Taylor. Um, Hilton, I'm sitting in most leagues because I don't... I just... <laughs> it's inexplicable is the word I want to use because I don't see a lot of good stuff on film, but I don't see a lot of bad stuff either. Um, he just isn't getting the targets from Rivers, maybe? Moale Cox just getting the touchdowns, the running ball with Taylor. I don't think Rivers has been that good of a quarterback. His arm strength's definitely super diminished. I think people know that already, but that definitely hurts him more than I thought it would. Um, I like Zach Pascal, honestly, to start, because I think he'll get a lot of targets. Um, he's probably the only one besides Taylor I'm starting on this offense, honestly. Um, even, even though the, the um, Cleveland secondary is super weak. Um, Hilton, I kind of want to start him, but I think you should have better options than, than Hilton at this point in, in the year. Like, I, like, you probably picked up Gage or LaVishka or, um, uh, maybe like Ayuk or Justin Jefferson. I don't name a lot of rookies or T Higgins. And I would start those guys over Hilton, even in a soft matchup. I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't trust him. I don't think you should trust him either. Um, I think that's okay. Oh, I, I, I guess I could talk a little bit more about the defense. Um, it's, it's really good. I really, I mean, I really wish they had, um, Hooker for this defense to actually be like a, like maybe even a top five defense. Um, cause I love Buckner for some reason, Justin Houston's still good. I like Autry a lot still. Um, how old is Justin Houston? When was he drafted? Uh, 2011. It's actually not that not as old as I thought he was. Oh, he's 31 and 31.7. So not as old as I thought. I think he was like 35, honestly. <laughs> um, but he's still pretty good to force Buckner's obviously really good. Rhodes has been good. Yes. has been okay. I don't really think he's that good. Um, but I, I really like more Kenny Moore, what I've seen out of him, um, and Rhodes. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Darius Leonard's really good. Um, I think Blackman's actually been okay. Julian Blackman's been okay this year. Um, yeah, I like this defense, surprisingly. Um, Brown's offense is really good, but uh, should, should be really interesting. And this is going to be the most fun game, I think, to watch on Sunday, honestly. And I think it's a 4 o'clock game, right? Um, yeah, it's a 4 o'clock game. That's going to be super fun. Very excited for that, honestly. Very excited for that, honestly. Um, but yeah, we got Cleveland right now. Um, we got Cleveland with the points. I think I'll probably stick with the points, but I could switch up to Indy. God, I don't know. This is going to be tough. This is going to be a game-time decision for me. Easy. Very, very game-time decision for me. Uh, I'll check the injury report see what I do from there. It'll probably influence me a little bit. Because all I need is a little bit of a push, you know? Um, but I still think Cleveland, and we'll go Cleveland. And we got New England versus Denver. Um, I'm not super sure why the line is, like, as high as it was. Because it is uh, 8 points. And I'm going to take New England in this one. Uh, but I think it's a lot closer than 8 points. So I'll take Denver plus 8. Um, yeah, I just... Um, I. I with it with the with the COVID stuff, um, Cam still being out, which I assume he's still going to be out. Hoyer's a terrible quarterback. I don't think Stenham's going to be very good either um, against Denver's defense, which is surprisingly better even with the injuries than I thought they would be at this point. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Denver in this one, um, and I just I'm gonna you know pray the defense can hold them to to enough that we can get that. Uh, eight point difference or seven point difference really so we get the points um and uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go denver in this one or denver with the points and new england with the win but i might honestly switch to denver at some point depending on you know we get more clarity because this is gonna be a monday night game now which we just read about so um we could definitely definitely see some things changing like if some of the guys are playing that you know from covid that um i, I wasn't sure if they were gonna play for the line just seems really high for this honestly and it seems kind of weird so it makes me feel like i should go denver and i picked a lot of upsets so i feel like i should go denver um, this is definitely another game time decision, I think, for me. And I'll have to do it, I'll probably just game time decision on Monday, and I won't change it for Monday, but I could. You know, I definitely could. Um, in terms of starting for fantasy, uh, don't start either quarterbacks, unless Cam plays, which I don't think he will. Um, 
KJ Hamler's going to be out. Uh, Tim Patrick, I don't want to start. I don't think you should start him. I still think uh, New England with Belichick, as long as he's the coach, which I, obviously he will be. Um, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, or I think it's going to be a bad idea to start Tim Patrick. But I will start Jerry Judy, and I will love it. Jerry Judy is a fucking monster. He's was my favorite uh, wide receiver coming into the year. He's still my favorite wide receiver. I fucking love him. He's so good. He needs to calm down in the drop seats a little bit, and he has done that a little bit recently, but he only had two catches last, last week. But he did moss that guy, which is pretty fucking sick. Uh, I think it was, was it Pierre Desir? Pretty sure it was Pierre Desir on Thursday night, but I could be wrong. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I like him. For the Patriots, I like Damian Harris actually a decent amount. I think I need him up in my ranks. He's going to be good. Um, if he gets, you know, uh, the carries, which I think he should with Sony being out. Um, I just, uh, I, I don't think you can really start any New England running back with clarity uh, or with, with confidence, and there's no clarity on that. But I think Damian Harris is probably the safest pick. I think I need to move James White behind him. I've, I've kind of talked myself into that over over this past day. Um, so I think I'm going to end up changing that, but I start Harris, start, um, start Julian Edelman. You can keep an eye out on Bird and Nikhil Harry. I think you could roster out of them, be fine, but I wouldn't start out of them. Just start, start, uh, start Edelman and you'll be fine. Um, I think he's definitely the best receiver on New England and, uh, Denver secondary is good. They're a pretty good team, but, um, you know, you gotta start, you gotta start. Edelman. I don't think there's any question about that. I know he's had uh, bad weeks, but he was, you know, I think coming into last week, he was like a wide receiver 10 or some shit. He was really good. Um, because he had that one big game too, but I mean, he's been good otherwise. We can just check that actually. Let's, let's, let's do a quick check on Julian Edelman. Cause I, I actually don't own him anywhere. Cause I just, I don't own him fucking anywhere. Um, but I'm sorry. Okay. So we had two bad games. Seems to be the case, right? Uh, yeah. So he was really good. He had, he has no touchdowns yet, but he had 100 what the fuck? Oh my god. Holy shit. I thought someone was calling my name, and it was just a video playing. I hate video players that automatically play on, uh, on fucking, uh, on fucking websites. Holy shit, sorry. That <laughs> was just, whew, that freaked me out. Anyway, Julian Edelman. 57 yards in the first game, 179 in the next game. He's had 7 targets, 11 targets, 6 targets, and 6 targets going forward. I think that's fine. I think that's pretty easy to start him. Go ahead and start him. Start your studs. Don't worry about it. Go for it. Um, but keep an eye on Bird, and definitely Harry. I feel like you need to roster Harry more than Bird, but, um, I don't know, Bird got, like, 11, ca uh, 11 targets last week? Ooh, you know, maybe him and Hoyer have a connection. Maybe he just likes him, we'll see. Alright, let's keep him chugging along. I think we got two more games left, cool. We got Minnesota first, Seattle. Um, let's go ahead and just, uh, do the, do the thing real quick, where Seattle is the best team in the league, and I'm probably gonna take them... Uh, no matter what, straight up for the rest of the year, and probably with the points the rest of the year, I don't really care. They're minus seven. I think that's definitely good enough to take Seattle. Um, do I really need to explain myself? And they have an underrated defense, um, especially in the secondary. I know they let up a lot of yards, but I still think they have a pretty good defense. The line was impressive the last time I saw them out. Uh, defensive line was impressive the last time I saw them out. So I like that they've got the probably the best linebacking group in the league. Um, you know, if you exclude like the edge rusher guys, um, and Wagner and Wright, um. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I do, I do like this defense more than I think people, um, would assume, I, I, I think, you know, it definitely helps with, uh, Jamal Adams being, being active, but even with him being inactive, I, I still like this defense a lot, but anyway, the real, the real cash money shit here is the offense, um, Russell Wilson's playing like an MVP, he's got Metcalf, he's got Lockett, um, he's got Moore, who is a pretty fine, honestly, you could, you could do a lot worse for a third receiver, like Moore, um, Gage, uh, I guess CD Lamb or Gallup, like those those guys are like you know I mean Gallup is probably better and CD Lamb is probably better but like and Gage is probably better too but you can do a lot worse than more you know um he's probably like the third best third receiver in the league if I'm thinking about it right now um uh, maybe Michael Hardman I like better 
Eh, whatever. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I mean, you you could do a lot worse than than David Moore. I think for your for your third wide receiver. Um. When you have Metcalf and Lockett already. So. Yeah. You know, very very good team. Russell Wilson's playing an MVP. You should get some MVP votes this year, right? Um. Especially if they you know continue to win as much. Um. I I don't think I need to explain much else. Minnesota's kind of defense is falling apart. They have Yan at least, so that's good for them, I guess. Um. And they still have two two good safeties. Um. They still have Kendricks. Uh. I don't really like Dan Zantler. Um. But uh, at least they have a good offense, too. Should be a fun shootout, I think. Um, I like Kirk Cousins a lot. Thielen's good. Jefferson is PFF's number one ranked wide receiver. You know, I mean, I guess from what we've seen, he kind of is or whatever the fuck. But um, I'm not. Uh, I don't think he's the best best wide receiver in the league. I don't think he's the best wide receiver in the class, at least going forward. I still I still rank T and um, and fucking uh, Jerry Judy ahead of him. But, you know, that remains to be seen. He was definitely my third receiver coming into the year, I think. He's, he's top three for sure. Um, I like him a lot, obviously. Um, but this should be a fun offensive duel with uh, Minnesota has the edge in running back. I think Seattle has the edge in quarterback, and that really matters for the win. For the wide receiver group, I still like Seattle. I think that's not really too close. But Thielen and Jefferson are really good. You know, don't get me, don't get it twisted. Um, we're seeing good good play from Garrett Bradbury, too, which I, I really like to see because I thought he was pretty good uh, last year, even. Um, and definitely room for improvement, obviously. But he's been improving this year, and I'm really happy for him because I think he's a good player. Um... Out of NC State, right? I think. I think that's what he was, right? He's like, a, oh, he's a first round pick, too. Yeah, it was NC State Wolfpack. Um, yeah, so this should be a fun offensive game with the defenses. Definitely give the edge to Seattle. So, um, but for fantasy, I don't think that matters. Um, I'm not going to start Cousins, but I will start Thielen and Jefferson. I will start Cook. I'll start the four guys on Seattle. Greg Olson, you can consider moving in um, if you want, but that's super touch independent. But so are most tight ends. I feel like you should have better tight ends at this point. If you're at least listening to me, um, or listening to the podcast and stuff. I, I like Dalton Schultz a lot more, and I liked him as soon as he came in. I was very happy to pick him up. I think you can get him, uh, or I think you could have had him by this point, and he would have been a better start. There's actually, I'm curious what my rankings say for um, Olsen. Yeah, Olsen is 21, so I like a lot more guys. Than him. I like Gronk more with him, definitely. Uh, I like Hooper, I like Graham, I like the rest of the guys Ingram, Janu, Hurst, Schultz, Gasecki. Gasecki might even be on your waiver wire, too. I like him so much more. Um, but yeah, those are the guys you start. Take Seattle. Taking Seattle the rest of the way. I could just put it down right now, dude. I'll just take Seattle the rest of the way. Maybe in a divisional matchup against, like, the 49ers, I could see them losing, maybe, um, if they're fully healthy, you know, except the guys on the season-ending IR. Um, who's the other team? What am I missing? It's San Fran, Arizona, Seattle, and who's the other team? Arizona? Uh, fuck, who's the other team? Am I just dumb? Seattle? Uh, San Fran. They're not in a buy. I know that. Who who's the last team? Am I am I really this stupid? Why? What? Okay, I I am having a major brain brain uh brain fart brain stupid thing. And who is the last team in that division? Oh, the Rams. Sure, I can see them losing to the Rams. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, of course, I like the Rams this year. I can see them losing to the Rams. Sure, that's definitely something that can happen. Definitely, but I think I because it's a division game. But uh, I like Seattle a lot. Um, I'm pretty much going to take them the rest of the way. Last game on the docket, we got the Chargers versus New Orleans. Um, <laughs> it's funny, because I'm taking the Chargers here, straight up, and I'm taking them eight and a half. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't like Justin Herbert, but, uh, if New Orleans is missing their top two cornerbacks, and even if they get, as long as they don't get Janoris Jenkins back, I think, uh, Herbert has a field day, um, with them. I really do. Um, New Orleans defense is still pretty good. They just really need Janoris Jenkins back to really solidify Stevens being being actually good. The offense is obviously where it's at in New Orleans, and I think the Chargers defense is actually surprising me with how, um, not trash they are after losing Derwin. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're going Chargers here. This is kind of an upset pick. Um, Herbert's playing really well, although I don't think he's a very good quarterback, but I think he's got the weapons there, and the New Orleans defense is kind of banged up enough. They still don't have Davenport. They were missing, like, five or six key guys last week. You know, if they're missing Thomas again, too, it's going to be a very easy one for the Chargers. But if they get Thomas back, which I think is trending that way, and if they get, I think it was Pete who was inactive last week. Um, if they get back a lot of their main guys, I would consider going back to them. Uh, but I still take the points of the Chargers, probably. Um, but it all depends on the injuries, really, for this one. This is definitely an injury um, concern one. I think it goes the same for, you know, the guys you're considering starting. You know, Cook was another guy who was inactive. If he is good to go, I would start him. Um, I'm starting Sanders. I'm starting Thomas if he plays. If Thomas doesn't play, still like Traquan Smith, if Thomas does play, um, it's definitely a lot worse. Uh, I probably wouldn't start him. Um, Breeze, I'm not going to start. Herbert, I could start, definitely. Um, I don't love it. He's definitely, like, one of my least favorite streamer dudes, but um, I could consider him, for sure. Um, if you had, like, if you had, like, Brady or someone like that, like, who else do I have in my rankings? If you had, like, Brady or Wentz or um, Rivers, even, uh, or Baker or something like that as your starter, I would put in Herbert. He's my 15th guy right here. He's right in front of Daniel Jones, Carr, Maker, Baker, Brady, Rivers, Roethlisberger, Wentz, all that stuff. Burrow, Bethard, <laughs> Flacco, all that shit. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you could definitely do uh, do worse than Herbert. You could also pretty much do better. I've got Kirk one thing in front of him, which, which I like a decent amount. But I might have to move him down a little bit. I, I think I'm underrating the Seattle defense, even in my rankings. Um, so I'll have, to, I'll have to check that shit out. Um, but okay. Um, Chargers, yeah, start start Kelly over, over Justin Jeff, uh, Jackson. I like Jackson. I liked him coming into the year. Because I thought maybe he could edge out Kelly, but I like Kelly a lot. Huge fan of Kelly. Um, I like Keenan Allen, obviously. I don't think you start anyone else but Hunter Henry. I mean, I think it's pretty golden there. You start the main guys. I don't think any of the guys on, like, I'm starting Henry, starting Keenan Allen. I could start Herbert. I'm definitely starting Kelly. The rest of the guys are probably not starts. And that kind of, like, you know, I, I don't really care if the matchup is good against the Orleans, or I think it can be. Um, I don't like any of the, like, you know, kind of tangential guys, like maybe any of the weird wide receivers that they have that like went off for like a weird touchdown last week. Um, I also really don't like Justin Jackson because I think Kelly's just a more talented guy right now and they like him more. He seems like he's finding the holes easier. He's got more opportunities, so that's for sure. So I could definitely switch around. But um, yeah, I'm definitely going with uh, with uh, the Chargers and uh, and the Chargers with the points. As a reminder, because I don't normally do this, um, but I, again, like I said earlier, I'm doing pretty well in picks so far, so I want to gloat up a little bit. My money line uh, seasonal, I've been 41, 20, and 1 in my picks, and my line, I've been 37, 22, and 3. So uh, it's pretty good, I think, so far. I think I'm doing pretty well in my, especially my line picks. So very excited. And my locks are 7 and 2. I mentioned that before. So doing pretty good picking against the spread and doing pretty good picking this year. So yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I had a good time doing it by myself. I think, you know, if I don't normally find a guest, I could do these ones pretty easily myself. They're definitely not as engaging, I think, honestly. Um, probably one of my, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this or anything like this, probably one of my worst ones, because I really like bouncing off guys. You know, I, I, I like doing that a lot. Um, lets me get new, fresh ideas, make you think about things in a way that I normally wouldn't. But um, I think I kind of figured out through this that I can um, do a podcast uh, by myself, and it actually come out pretty okay. So yeah, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hope you guys had a good time. I had a fun time. Um, so yeah, peace. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.